Hey, it's Adam Sank. And if you like my radio show, you'll love my comedy album, Adam Sank, live from the Stonewall Inn. <gasps> oh, my goodness. What? <laughs> Fellatio? Really? Available on Amazon, iTunes, and Google Play. Warning. The program you're about to hear contains highly offensive and indecent material. Ryan, pull down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> JB, you start sucking. The host, a comedian of questionable talent, speaks incessantly on topics of a sexual and scatological nature. I will fuck you, but I will not eat you. I want that fucking dick down my throat while I'm dicking him down. Uh, okay. I hope my mother's listening. Your ass became a rosebud? Yeah, that's because I got dicked down real good. <laughs> he asks questions of his celebrity guests that are highly inappropriate and rude. Which of you has a bigger penis? Oh, that's a good one. That's a fun good one. Going down on the clitoris? Oh, yes. Oh, I like where you're going with yep. this. For some reason, the word strap-on just comes right out of my mouth, Bianca. Yeah, you said come and strap-on at the same time. <laughs> and he cannot stop talking about his buttocks. I think your butt is telling you, no mas, por favor. <laughs> this is the Adam Sank Show. If it's in my hand, I'm going to suck it. Powered by DNR Studios. <laughs> and now... The one, the only... Yes! Hello, this is Adam Sank, and that is our brand new ass opening. Hooray. Hooray to us. We've been working on this for months, and most of the work was done by JB and Katie, and her name escapes me. JB, who's the uh, lovely engineer who put that together? No one really talks about her. No one She's can. hidden in the walls. Yeah. We don't know her. But she did. No starts about S. That's well, S did a fabulous about. job uh, editing all those clips together, and I want to thank my friend Simon for being the narrator, and uh, of course all the voices we featured, including Greg Scarnici and uh, Joanne Filan, Irene Bremis, the St Stone Brothers. Who else is in there? All our friends. All of our friends are in there. Bianca Del Rio, of course. But uh, and welcome Ryan Frostig, by the way, my co-host as always. Hey. His hair is now uh, pink, rose gold. It's rose gold. He looks like Frenchie from Greece. Uh, after the beauty school accident, so Ryan and I have been uh, arguing about this open we for got weeks. A huge fight. We didn't speak for days. It almost ended our friendship. Yes, because Ryan feels very passionately, and I've never actually seen you this passionate about anything, frankly. Wow, that. The phrase dick down happens twice within 10 seconds of each other, and exactly. that that is a calamity on the scale of the Hindenburg. So first you hear mm. Greg Scarnici saying, I want that guy's dick down my throat while I'm dicking him down. And then about 10 seconds later, I, you hear me say to JB, your ass became a rosebud? And JB goes, yes, that's because I got dicked down real good. <laughs> my JB impression. Now, I think... I live for that impression. Thank you. Now, I think, who gives a fuck that you hear the words dick down in two different ways from two different people, but Ryan thinks it ruins everything. Ryan, go it's ahead. It's just extra. It's like, it's like in, in the last opening, if you had... Because, you know, there was like, Elmo's horny. It would be the same thing as if, like, 10 seconds later, you had Kermit's horny. Like, I disagree. It's the same thing. We just heard it. JB, what do you I think? I disagree. I don't think it's the same thing, especially the way me and him totally say it in the context that's happening. Yeah, but exactly. it's, it's such a specific phrase. I think, dick down. I think it's no different than saying, like, fuck twice or saying dick twice. Yeah, I, Call us at 844-825-5367. I really want to hear, because I want to put this yeah, to I, bed. I, I and I know hear. I'm right. No. 844-825-5367. We are live today, uh, Saturday, August 11th. We are taking your calls. All episodes of The Ass are available on iTunes and other audio services. Leave me your ratings and reviews. Email me at adam at adamsank.com. And here's something else that's new. You can now email Ryan. Oh, my goodness. His email address is ryan, ryan at adamsank.com. JB, you can have your own email address, too, if you want it. Oh, my so do you want me to create one? Yes, let's have all these emails. Let's see what the listeners have to say to me. All right, next time we do a live show, Ron, uh, JB will have his own. But uh, for now, it's Adam or Ryan at adamsank.com. Send dick pics, hold pics, and fan art. Exactly. And if you start getting more email than me, I will be very, very upset. I hope so. Um, in addition to our new opening and our new email address for Ryan, we have a fabulous show today. We have uh, the host of another podcast, a competing podcast, if you will. Uh-oh, someone's calling <gasps> 
Is this new? Uh, the, you, it is new. Oh There's a giant God. red light flashing yeah, next to Ryan's head. Tell you guys about the flashing lights. No. No. Okay, so when people are calling, it's gonna flash red. Don't worry about that. But when I put them on air, it's gonna flash blue. Oh, how exciting! I love yeah. Colors. Did they hang up? No, no. So they're screening their calls and they're screening. <gasps> yeah. The interns are screening the calls oh in a totally goodness. separate room. This is, yes, so this is crazy. Okay, I was just starting to say our guests are the hosts of the In Yo Mouth podcast, Munoz and Marie. Mm. They're hilarious and charming, and uh, it's a food podcast. But they wind up talking about sex and pop culture. I love and food. And sex. Together. Together. Exactly. So, so great. they will be here at the bottom of the hour. Um, we've already discussed the dick down divide. And now I want to discuss uh, uh, another major controversy that broke this week. And it is uh, gagging the gay world. Oh, my goodness. It's rocking everybody. And it is called Speedo Gate. We have two calls on the line. All right. Let's do the two calls quickly. And then we'll, uh, we'll do Speedo Gate. Who's, uh, who's on the line here, JB? Well, the, well, the second call, we worry about Speedo Gate, but this one is related to the opening, and it's Charles from Cornhole. Okay, Charles from Cornhole, Charles. you say what? Hey, guys. Great new opening. I love it, and frankly, I don't, I don't think Ryan needs to be concerned about the duplication of the dick Ooh, down. Point what for Charles. Charles. Thank you. Come on. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry, but Here's the thing. I, keep, in mind, keep in mind I'm twice your age, sonny boy, so... <laughs> I just feel like you don't need it. It's not that it's like offensive to me. I love getting dicked down. I just feel like you just heard it. Why? Why do we? Why do we hear it again? That's all I. That's yeah, all well, I say. It keeps it. Yeah. Without it, it context, feels more clean. Con yeah, context is everything, though. Exactly. So. There, it's said in different ways. Whatever Charles, haters. thank you yeah. for supporting me. And you letting bet. Ryan know that he's I'll, wrong. I'll remember this, Charles. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> love, you, love you, I got your back. It's love okay. you both. Bye -bye. Love you, Charles. Bye. Thank you. Anyone else wants to call in and weigh in on the dick down controversy? It's 844-825-5367. If you missed the opening, you don't even know what we're talking about. But uh, Okay, Speedogate. So, this past week, a guy named Chris Donahoe posted a video on Facebook. I don't know if you saw this, JB, in which he's at a, what I guess they call it a beach club, but it's really just a pool party sure. in Las Vegas at one of the Wynn resorts. And it's him getting asked to leave the resort. I should tell you he is a white gay guy, and he's being asked to leave the resort because he's wearing what they consider a Speedo, mm -hmm. and they have um, a dress code posted on the outs outside of the party telling saying specifically no speedos and he's saying it's not a speedo it's not a speedo well it may it's, not be a speedo brand right but it's a skimpy little bathing suit so he claims it's homophobia and he asked people to uh to reach out to the beach club encore las vegas um he said the thing that really oh first he says i was up all night because i couldn't sleep from being so upset it, he said that he cried so much as a result of the treatment he received the thing that really upsets me about this is that there were women with their titties out everywhere. But as soon as a man shows up looking gay as fuck, they're told, no, you don't belong here. He continued, I'm a white guy and I have power in society and I still felt completely powerless. I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I want to punch him in the fucking face. Yes, you all heard this. You all heard acts of violence from JB, but he deserves it. Yeah. He's the person who did get punched in the face as a child. Well, I want to bring in someone on the phone right now because uh, our, our, my non-sexual life partner, Scott Hernandez, was the first person to alert Ryan and me to this story. And he's been obsessed with it. He's been giving us updates via text message all week. So joining us on the phone right now is our Speedogate correspondent, Scott Hernandez. Yes, hello. hello Hi, Scotty. Ryan and JB. How is everyone today? We Hi. are great. Good. Scott, why were you so captivated by this story? I'm so angry because it's taking away from real homophobia. And when you watch the video and I watch it and the, when he said, the, when, as soon as he said, this is not a Speedo, done. Video's over. He lost all credibility. Canceled. It's a Speedo. Just because it's not a Speedo brand, it's a Speedo. It's one of those ger generic trademarks like Band-Aid, like Coke, like Q-Tip. It is what it is. And he was just, it, it, it was the equivalent of playing the I'm not touching you game. It was juvenile. I, the fact that he said it wasn't in his speech is insane. And you felt like he was a white guy who was trying to create one of these 
uh, videos that we've seen of people like people of color when they're mistreated because of racism and they videotape it. He was trying to do that, but in a situation where that wasn't warranted. Correct. Exactly. This is gay white privilege at its finest. And he even he even says it. He even brings up that he's, he's white. Yeah, I'm a white um, guy. I have power. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. and so like, like I understand that because I've been reading a lot of comics because, I, as you said, I am obsessed with this story. Um, but what really bothers me is in the video when you, he's interacting with them, he doesn't care what they're saying. He just keeps repeating that it's not a Speedo and that he doesn't understand why he's being thrown out. And that he'd like to go back in. He, he was saying what he wanted to say. He wasn't listening to what they were saying. He didn't really care what they had to say. And that was, that was also the really frustrating part. The second thing is that he wanted to go viral so badly. He said, please share, please share, please share. Got it out. The word got out. He kept, it got picked up by different outlets. He kept posting them. And then it came out that he has cried wolf before yes. and he claimed homophobia previously and now all of his social media accounts are done with correct he's, he's, a, he's offline a closer look at donna donahoe's twitter page finds that this is not the first time he's claimed to be the target of questionable homophobic abuse earlier this year he took to twitter to call out the tsa for allegedly profiling him for being gay by asking him to quote spread his legs the incident left him so disturbed that he forgot his laptop. Quote, I was profiled and searched for being gay by TSA Today at Houston Beat Bush Airport. Spread your legs wider, wider, the agent repeated. So messed up. Left my laptop at security. I was so upset. So, yeah, I think he's just an attention whore. Yeah. And, yeah, and um, now that he has attention, he, he, he's scaring he's away. But... Now we have a bigger situation here, right? Because here you have someone who spent all night up after being kicked out of a pool club, crying all night. <laughs> now he's a, the focus of this whole epic viral sensation, and he's turned off his uh, media account. Well, and I, think, I just hope that his friends are there for him because he's probably going through it. Yeah, I mean, listen, there was wide... There, the, I feel like the community was kind of split on this. Half the comments I saw were like... This is homophobia. That's not a Speedo. I don't see anywhere on the website where it says no Speedos for this club. And the other half were like, bitch, get over yourself. You're wearing a Speedo. It's their rules. Right. My, my feeling was, if you're a gay guy, why the fuck do you want to hang out yeah. at a party like this? In Las Vegas, there are so many other places you could go. Be gay, wear your Speedo, wear a thong. No, don't Be wear naked. anything at all. Yeah, I don't want to hang out at a straight pool party where there's a dress code and I have to wear a certain kind of bathing suit. I mean, honestly, it, it, how is that fun? Yeah, not doesn't sound fun at all. Well, Scott, but I, I also want to go ahead. make sure that everyone knows that just wearing a Speedo doesn't make you gay. Like, everyone's like, oh, if you want to, you know, wear a Speedo, go to a gay party. I think that you, and they have changed their policy since this, then, you know, when will allow Speedos now? Because it's not just a, a gay item of wear. Right. In right. Europe, they wear them. The Wynn Resorts the reached out. They apologized to him, and they are changing their policy as long as um, your bathing suit isn't see-through or too revealing. Um, and then, you know, there are a lot of people saying, like, oh, they were just jealous because he looks hot in his Speedo, which is body shaming. And the whole thing is just gross, and it, it brings up a lot of issues. But I think the, the bottom line for me is there's, like, real homophobia right. and racism and sexism and transphobia happening in our society right now by and from our own government. Like, we don't need to be worried about bullshit like this. Yeah. This is, not a, exactly. this is not a really... You've got parents... It's not a real issue. Children, babies being ripped from their parents' hands at the border. Uh, I'm not going to get upset because you got kicked out for wearing a, a skimpy bathing suit. Yeah. It's also not... Agreed. That, it also wasn't even that cute of a bathing suit, so... Well, that was Ryan's critique. <laughs> Scott, thank I mean, you so much. For, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to let you go because we have to move on, and I know you've got apartments to show. I do. Thanks, guys. Bye, Scott. Thank you for joining us, honey. Uh, so yeah, that happened, and uh, it is interesting that all of his accounts got taken down, or right. he took them down. Yeah. Moving on, we have our, our weekly drag race story, and for this, we turn to our RuPaul's Drag Race correspondent, Ryan Frosting. So. Season 9 and All-Stars 3 queen Aja, who recently identified as non-binary, uh, was told by Twitter user RadQueen, who now has a private account, that their gender identity wasn't real. So Aja, 
clapped back at this user by saying, shut the fuck up, you fucking turf calling me a misogynistic troll. You are a bitter ass fake feminist. Real feminists support all women and all genders equally. Don't misgender me, you senseless cow. I should also mention that turf is a uh, exclusive trans radical feminist group. Right, they're anti-trans. Anti-trans. They, these are radical feminists, cisgender women, who basically don't believe in, in trans women as being women. They, they sort of say, like, you don't belong in our bathrooms. Right. You're not really women. You haven't struggled. You have all the privilege of having been born yeah, as, a, as, as a an woman identified male. And with genitals. Th- right. And yeah. therefore, like, fuck you. And, and they're extremely controversial. And, and they, they are separate from mainstream feminism. Exactly. So Twitter shut Aja out of uh, Twitter. and the Tem- com- Temporarily. Temporarily. Um, now it's been reinstated, but at the time it was not. And um, most of the comments from other Twitter users, followers, were uh, supportive. Uh, there were a few that had some criticism for her. For them, I should say. Um, one saying, a male raised as male behaving as a male. And someone else wrote... Referring to Aja. Referring to Aja. And someone else wrote, ah, this man seems really angry. So they're misgendering them. Yes. them. Uh, Aja went to her Facebook account. Uh, their. Their Facebook account. And, I assume. And I am, not, I am not misgendering them. I'm just... Making a, a well, a, you're a, using Aja as in Aja the Queen. Uh, Aja the Queen, right? Uh, Aja said, "I got banned from Twitter because I called the girl from a group of trans exclusionary radical feminists who were all saying my gender identity wasn't real, a senseless cow." But Twitter didn't ban the 200 to 300 people literally devalidating my mo- non-binary identity. But I'm here, like I might be blocked, but guess what? I still identify the same way. I am well validated and alive and happy and nobody can take that also feminism can be practiced by anyone who believes in equality amongst men and women because people keep telling me i can't be a feminist and that trans women aren't included in feminism a vagina does not make a woman and neither do breasts that social construct of an idea is extremely over but hey maybe it's just me either way hi fb yeah i'm surprised that they banned aja just for calling them cows like to, right. i guess what, what was it seen as body shaming was it yeah. fat shaming i think so i feel like what what they did to aja was far more hateful than what aja did to them but i also i wonder if it isn't better for these queens to just not engage with these these twitter trolls well i just feel like you can i mean yes you should probably not engage but if you are going to engage going to name calling is not going to help the situation like there is a way for her to clap back at this without calling someone a cow you know what i mean like two rungs don't make a right yeah but cow doesn't even seem that offensive it's not to me. i it's like not. cows i like cow cow, cow i mean cow i love dairy like cut. Uh, like cut is a good word too i feel like it's just as offensive that, that's the cow and cut same thing same same offense level. but if that was the issue <laughs> if that was the reason that she got banned then like if she were if she i mean i'm sure she has sorry oh my god i'm sure they have no regrets but uh I feel like if they were to do this again and just remove cow, there would be no issue. That was the issue. Yeah. And it just seems kind of petty to me. Yeah. I I also think that these queens often do engage because they want to stay in the conversation. They want to stay relevant. Like now Aja is being written about because of this. So it's kind of like Twitter did them a favor by banning them. Um, Moving on, this story came out on August 1st, right after we wrapped the last live show. But I have to talk about it because I love these kinds of stories. Um, In... Illinois, there's a state representative, or there was, named Nick Sauer, a Republican. He had an ex-girlfriend named Kate Kelly, and he used and he used Instagram to catfish other men by sharing her private naked photos with them. Like after they broke up, he had these naked photos of his ex, and he was catfishing these other guys, sharing these photos with them, and then having like graphic sexual conversations with them. The men believed they were communicating with the with Kate Kelly when they were actually communicating with State Representative Nick Sauer. So Kelly filed a complaint um, because what he did was illegal. 
and sh- there's now an investigation. And he was seeking re-election to a second term, um, but he has since resigned pending the results of the investigation. Why does a straight guy want to engage other guys in graphic sexual conversations and pretend to be a woman? That's my question. I mean, whatever floats your boat. That's some gay shit right there. Yeah. Kelly says he came to my house and confessed to catfishing men with my photos for two years and to at least eight men. He was unable to provide the names and I begged and begged that I let it go. Kelly contacted Instagram, who took down the account. Uh, These fucking Republicans who are so anti-gay. I know. It's so crazy. And hold themselves up. Do the most gayest shit. Do the gayest shit. Um, Illinois has a very tough revenge porn law that criminalizes as a felony the non-consensual distribution of private sexual messages. So he's fucked. Yeah. Over. And not by the guys he wants to be fucked by. Okay. Okay. Speaking of hypocrites, down in Arkansas, an anti-gay pastor, Timothy Lee Redden, uh, was busted on August 3rd after engaging in sex talk on a website with someone he believed was a 14-year-old boy. (laughs) It turns out that boy was actually an undercover cop. Gotcha. Which to me is much hotter than a boy. I would rather... Yeah. Yes. Rather... (laughs) Undercover cop be sexting with yeah. an undercover cop than with a fourteen-year-old boy, right? Because that leads to a whole like cop fantasy. That hey, thank really you. Happen. Redden arranged to meet the child for sex, but when he arrived at the meeting spot, he was met by officers. The sixty-two-year-old Baptist. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He so he's sixty-seven, but of course he lies about his age on these sex profiles. He said he was sixty-two. Oh my god! Because <laughs> that's much hotter. Yeah. He describes himself as a 62-year-old white male, 6 foot 1, 215 pounds, and married. The profile description says, I just want to have fun. I like younger guys. But hell, at my age, that's just about everybody. Discreet, intelligent, witty, professional guy, love to meet new friends, especially naked ones. He's been married for nearly 50 years and has four grown children and seven grandchildren. It's the second time he's been busted for this kind of thing. In 2000... He was convicted for possession of child pornography and spent 27 months in prison. Meanwhile, people who are getting arrested for weed possession are spending, you know, life I was sentences. almost one of them. Yeah, you were busted? Oh, my God, guys. I never told you the story. Mm-mm. Oh, girl. So uh, one day, this is in the wintertime, I had already got my weed from Brooklyn. I was going back to the shelter in Queens. And then I met my ex-boyfriend at the time. We was having conversations. Well, more more, more lines of an argument, quote-unquote. And then cops had rolled up after we had finished arguing. The argument's done 10 minutes after. Cops had rolled up. And I don't know. They just searched me because we were just sitting in front of, a, in front of like an abandoned building. So it kind of looked weird. Mm-hmm. So they searched me, and they, and they, and they found my ganja. And they kind of took me to the to the police station. I did not like it. I had to take off my shoes, shoelaces. They handcuffed me, put me in a cell. Jesus. Yeah, girl. And then they let me out, and they was like, well, up here at this court date. I was like... When was this? This was last year. Yeah, exactly a year ago. So now I can go back doing bad things, because I won't get caught now. But <laughs> this was exactly like a year ago. How long were you uh, in jail for? Oh, my God. For like 30 minutes, which felt like two hours. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, it was real scary. And the guy next to me, he was trying to be so nice. He was like, what are you here for? And like. It felt like he was there for, like, he was always there. Right. He He's like a regular. Me, yeah. He was telling me, you should be afraid. It's okay. You're going to be fine. That's nice. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, I'm not making friends with a man in prison. Yeah. This isn't happening. So, yeah, that's my run in. I do not. But at least it. you didn't go to prison. Yeah, no. No. I mean, in New York, they've kind of decriminalized weed. Like, you can't really get in too much trouble unless you're, like, a, a major dealer. Yeah. But um, but it's just like twenty seven months for child pornography. That's nothing. And look, right. he's doing look, it again. Yeah, exactly. Fucking asshole. I hate them. I hate these right wing hypocrites. Oh, they make it's me sick. Awful. Uh, but da- JB's story dovetails perfectly into this next story, and this is going to shock both of you. I know. <laughs> Grinder is being used to buy and sell drugs. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, I wow. also used it. When, yeah. When I moved, when I first moved to Far Rockaway, I had I'm to shocked. find weed somewhere. So, well, honey, it's not just weed. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's tea. It's all it's the things. Meth drugs. or tea is being used. And, you know, whenever you see people with like a capital T in their profile or in their party, I want to party. Yeah. Um, or th- diamond. They mean Tina as in crystal meth, which is an epidemic. 
Um, also, gay and bisexual men, uh, this article says, are 12.2 times more likely to use amphetamines than heterosexual men. Um, Grinder says it prohibits the promotion of drug use in its user profiles and is committed to creating a safe environment through digital and human screening tools to help its users connect and thrive. Um, but when specific examples were asked about how they combat this, um, they really couldn't come up with any. I have to say, I, I'm not on any of the apps anymore. Mm -hmm. When I was on Grinder, I tried to say in my profile, like, do not contact me if you are partying. And I, and I would have like the capital T and my, my thing would get blocked. They were like, no, you can't say that. And I'm like, but I'm, I'm asking for people the, uh, not yeah. to, like, I'm trying to keep drugs away. So they blocked you, but I've seen. They didn't block me. They just said, you can't use this. This description's not approved. I've seen tons of people who's like, come to me with the party. And I, yeah, I don't know how they caught mine, but not other people's. I remember uh, a couple years ago on Tinder, there was an account that was very like blatantly like, I'm a, a, a weed dealer and, you know, if you want to yeah. buy, like, I mean, it was very, like, it wasn't even, like, 420, you know, it was, like... All drugs. And and pictures of this person with weed. Like, with, yeah. like, <laughs> like... Like, all these apps all have drug dealers on it. Jack. Here's me with weed. Yeah, exactly. It's discreet. Drug users and sellers use various code words and emojis and headlines uh, to describe what drugs they're looking for. A diamond is used to represent meth, while a snowman is used to represent cocaine. Hmm. That's kind of cute. Wow, that's, that's, that is cute. I like that. A leaf for marijuana. You know. Yeah. Uh, what I've seen a lot on, on Grindr and, and Scruff are hookers mm. looking for generous men. You know, anytime it says generous, it's like they're a hoe. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan has a light bulb. It came mm. up over his head. Um, this is a, a, a story that caught my eye over the last couple of weeks, um, particularly because I now, like every other gay man in New York City, has a, has a full beard. Yes. I have no pubic hair. Yes. But I have a full beard. Oh, I wouldn't call that a full beard, but for you, it's a full beard. Thank you. So the headline is, there's a 50-50 chance that scruffy dude you woofed at has something very disturbing in his beard. An alarming new study has found that 47% of beards contain fecal matter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> even when washed on the same day. The study was conducted by Fragrance Direct and Manchester Metropolitan University and looked at a variety of beards, including long beards, short beards, goatees, and even stubble. Participants had their facial hair swabbed and analyzed, and the results were pretty damn gross. In nearly half of the beards, researchers found traces of the microorganism Enteroc Enterococcus SPP, a lactic acid bacteria found in human bowels and poo. <laughs> the majority of participants said they had washed their beards with soap and water that very day. Shorter beards had more bacteria than longer ones. So how did it really? get there? How did it get there, you guys? Do you know? Uh, not the way that I thought. <laughs> Which is um, the way that I probably would. I'm thinking Ryan's beard has more fecal matter than anyone on earth because I feel very attacked. You love to rim. I love eating ass. I'm so sure I have don't been... feel attacked, girl. It's okay. Eat as much booty as you want. Just yes. as long as you keep cleaning yourself afterwards. Make sure the booty clean. Make sure you wash your face afterwards. But the thing is, like, I'm, I'm. It's interesting to hear that it's that shorter beards contain the most. Contain the most yeah. because I would think it would be the I opposite. Agree. So researchers say that um, they think either these guys were lying about washing their beard that day or they, didn't, they don't do a very good job of washing their hands after they go to the bathroom. Oof. Now, another recent survey found that nearly 60% of guys don't bother to wash their hands after going number two. What is wrong with people? That's Gross. vile. They should get their Truly. lives together. I wash my hands even after I pee and there's nothing on my hands. You know, that's how you get hepatitis. You can get all kinds of things. Now, yeah. I know people say, like, well, I don't shit on my hands. But when you're right, wiping, but you, wipe your hands, you can't avoid getting a little bit of bacteria. Yeah. Right. And It'll, then you touch, your, you touch your face, and you got shit beard. You got to wash your hands. This story really disturbs me because I like having a beard. I like kissing guys with beards. Yeah. And I am not a rimmer most of the time. Well, you're missing out. Apparently not. I'm missing out on fecal matter. <laughs> And by the way, this wasn't just gay guys. This was a study done of, like, all guys. 
See, but then if we think about it, all guys are just nasty in general and don't wash up after themselves. So then maybe they didn't clean their face before the study. And maybe if they had, the study would have been a lot less. Just throwing it out there. Because I, mean, I know my room's a fucking mess. But I'm, <laughs> I'm a per- personally, I keep myself clean. But my place is a hot mess. Right. There's a difference between being messy and dirty. Ryan is both. I hate you <laughs> so much. I knew this was coming. You have to call her out. The thing is, if you can't get shit off your beard by washing it, then how can you get it off your hands by washing them? It's the same process. It's soap and water, you know? Yep. I read this, and I went, and I immediately got some rubbing alcohol and cotton balls, and I swabbed <laughs> down my whole My face was, like, burning. I was like, get that shit off of my beard. Good for you. I bet you I'm in the, the 50% that doesn't have any. I bet any amount of money. I bet that you have it even more now. I hope that your beard is filled with shit. <laughs> Are you calling me a shit face? Yes. <laughs> How dare you. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, LGBTQ pride continues throughout the world. It's a never-ending celebration. And there's our pride music. Ryan is doing his... Uh, Celebratory pride dance. A little shoulder action here. It looks even better with your rose gold colored hair. Thank you. Um, this week, they are celebrating LGBTQ pride in the following places around the world. Ready? Ready. In Provincetown, it's Carnival. Mm. Which isn't really pride, but I guess they consider it a, a kind of pride celebration. Uh, in Chester, which is somewhere in the United Kingdom, uh, they're celebrating pride. In Eugene, Oregon. And it is Oregon, not Oregon. So calls, nobody correct me. That? Assholes who don't live there think Fuck it's Oregon. Um, in Antwerp, which sounds like an insult, but it's actually a city in Belgium. Uh, in Copenhagen, Denmark, they're celebrating pride. In the Pacific Northwest, it is Pacific Northwest Black Pride. That is in Seattle. Uh, so we wish everybody a happy and safe pride. Pride continues pride. until October. So we will continue to update you. And speaking of uh, gay pride, there's a wonderful story that just broke out of Costa Rica. The Costa Rican Supreme Court has given the country's legislature 18 months to change its law regarding gay marriage. In other words, same-sex marriage is now legal in Costa Rica. Hallelujah. The court voted Wednesday night to uh, repeal the the, the gay marriage ban, declaring that it was unconstitutional. Magistrate Fernando Castillo said in a news conference that the laws were inconsistent with an opinion issued in January by the Inter-American Court of Human Rights. The court said that countries like Costa Rica that had signed the American Convention on Human Rights had to take immediate action to legalize gay marriage. So congratulations to all of our LGBTQ brothers and sisters in Costa Rica. You may now get married, or at least in 18 months you can. (laughs) Yes, queen! And that is our Pride update. And it is now time for our guest segment. And this is something new. We, uh, for the first time, we're having the hosts of another podcast on our podcast. Munoz and Marie are the hosts of the In Yo Mouth podcast, where they focus on food, sex, and life, three of my favorite things. Here is a taste of the In Yo Mouth podcast. And now it's time for Food News Update! Flippy, the burger-flipping robot, just secured $10 million in funding. The what? Flippy. What the fuck is Flippy? Flippy, the burger flipping robot. Robots are taking over the world. Wait till Flippy trades that spatula out for the butcher's knife. Oh, so fun. And please give a warm ass welcome to the host of In Your Mouth, Munoz and Marie. Hey. Hello. Welcome. The studio audience is going crazy. Oh, you have a studio audience too. We have a studio audience full of children. But what, I heard you say that once, and I didn't understand it. Are there actual children in your studio? Yeah, um, you know, we saved them from the from the border patrol. Oh no! <laughs> they rescued the separated children, yes. and now they have to listen to you talk about <laughs> and dick. clap on demand. Put your they fa- like it as much as we do. You're welcome, America. Put your, <laughs> put your face right in that microphone. Do, do yeah. I have to call you Munoz, or can I call you Michael? You can call me Michael Munoz. Because I've known you socially for years. For a minute. For a minute, we went to Coney Island together. Oh. And maybe to the same underwear party. Probably. At one time. Probably. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I've seen Munoz Jr. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh. Actually, I call him Munoz Sr. Hey, oh. now. Okay. But for the purposes of this show, of, the, of your show, it's just Munoz. Yes. And Marie, you're yes. just Marie. Yes. Like Donnie and Marie. Yes. 
<laughs> but a, a more Sleeping. updated version. <laughs> We're on a diet. Do you too. sing and dance? <laughs> how, did you, how did you two first meet and hook up and create this fabulous podcast? Oh Lord, we've known each other. Forever. Since the day, the dawn is, <laughs> We always say we were serving Jesus at the Last Supper because we met catering together. And so about, what, 14 years ago mm-hmm. now? And but you yeah, both look like you're about 25. So oh, did thanks. you start catering? Yeah, we started mm-hmm. way young. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years old, passing hors d'oeuvres. Right to work. <laughs> yeah, but we've been in um, the food and beverage industry together in New York for, you know, yeah. Do you still work for that same catering company? Uh, Off and on. Off and on. We're not yes. allowed to say where. Where, where we work. Because we talk a lot of trash. Yeah. <laughs> if they find out, we fired. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so what point did you decide to, to uh, team up for a food-based podcast? So we have always talked about doing something together. Uh, we both come from performance backgrounds. And earlier this year, um, I made a lot of changes in my life, and I was in the shower uh, scrubbing down Munia Sr. Hopefully oh, washing your beard. Yeah, <laughs> we just did a story about how 50% of all men's beards have fecal matter in them. Ew. That's why they smell so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, I had a stranger them. try to kiss me in a bar with a big old bushy beard, and it smelled like... Shit ass. mouth. Yes. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, no. Anyway, it's, I think it's straight guys that mostly have the problem, but I yes. also think guys who rim a lot um, probably right. have shit beard. He yeah. probably just had rimmed somebody and then was trying to. <laughs> Maybe. Mm, that's what the <laughs> boys I go for. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh. so I was in the shower and I came up with this idea to do a podcast with Marie, uh, the original title being Sausage oh, and Tuna. <laughs> and yeah. so I got out of the shower and I texted Marie and I was like, we should do a podcast called Sausage and Tuna. And she was like, yes, we should. But we can't call it Sausage and Tuna. <laughs> Does tuna offend you as a, yeah, as a my, pseudonym my, for vagina? Yes, I don't like that. Yeah. I never like that because my, my vagina is like a, a wild rose. It's just gorgeous. <laughs> yes. I've been, I've been close to some vaginas and I never, oh. I never seem fishy to me. I think, oh, that's, I think when it's fishy that there's a problem. Yes. And they, some do get a little fishy. Oh. But tuna fish is delicious. <laughs> oh, see, so uh, are we a mayonnaise-based uh, tuna fish crowd or like an olive oil? I'm now vegan, oh, so I can't I... have tuna or mayonnaise. But back in the day, vegan. I ate that shit like three times a day. Honey. Very mayonnaise. There's the vegan mayo. Yeah, no, it's called veganaise. And I do make a fake, uh, I make a tuna salad out <laughs> of chickpeas oh. and oh. veganaise and celery and spices and apples. Wow, why'd you go same. vegan? We talked oh, about that's being a whole vegan. Another thing. I would, uh, actually, I want to ask you about that. Uh, yeah. That's on my list of questions. But so, uh. so you, she, you, she says change the name, and then <laughs> and then when's your first? Uh, when's your day day butt? Two weeks later. Yeah, two Literally, weeks later. Two weeks I quickly later. made a, a logo and googled and how to do a podcast. We what went through about it? a million names. We do it ourselves. It's all self produced. In your if home. Anybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. how most of them are. I lucked out because I had oh, Der- Derek and awesome. Romaine, you know, had like a real show, mm-hmm. and they so uh, they let me use their fabulous studios. Yeah, but um, so and you do both have performing backgrounds, Marie. You're like a bona fide like singer songwriter performer. Yeah, woman. I looked you up. Yeah, I'm in a, a musical comedy band called Reformed Whores, and we tour and play all over the city and. Yeah, we've been together now for almost eight years. That's awesome. Yeah. Did, were you, did you always have a musical theater background? Um, kind of. I, I really fell into the musical comedy world ass backwards. I was doing improv at UCB, mm. and I was like, I'm never going to be a star here because they're all in groups. So I broke out and started writing songs with my ukulele all by myself, and then met Katie at a party totally randomly. And she told me she played the accordion. And I was like, I play the ukulele. We should start a band. And then we did. It's just so, the two of you. Yeah, it's just the two of us singing about dicks and vaginas. It's good to be <laughs> a yeah. equal yeah. opportunity. Yeah, our our mo is like we just want to spread you know sexual equality. That's, That's our, wonderful. Yeah. And you're a straight girl. We should mm-hmm. mention. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We like those. Oh, good. We have a few of those listening, mm-hmm. I think. Good. And Munoz, you were in Naked Boys Singing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. really, everyone has seen Munoz singing, <laughs> not just yep. me. Yep. Uh, three cities. Three cities and for about, what, five, six years? Wow. Wow, That's a long run. It was. um, They were great at the time because I could come and go as I please. Literally. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. So I would do other shows and then come back to Naked Boys. And so it was a nice home base for a minute. Were the Naked Boys... Uh, cast all fucking each other? Like, was there intercast no, coupling going on? No. <laughs> Nobody wanted to fuck each other in that cast. Oh. 
Wow. See, I have no. this fantasy about like when you're a cruise ship performer, especially if you're like a dancer, mm. that there's just all these other gay dancers on the ship and you're performing for an entirely straight audience. And so the only thing to do is fuck each other. Like I just imagine a constant orgy. Yeah, but you're stuck on that ship for like eight yeah, months at that's a the time. Thing. That's a oh, good idea drama. in the first week. And, and then, then the drama ensues and you're literally and, stuck. And then it's awkward as fuck. Even at first, you don't think everyone hops into bed with each other? Mm, no. Yeah. No way. Man, if the boat is rocking, don't, <laughs> don't come in. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would totally do it. That's what happened to the Titanic. It wasn't an iceberg. They, they were, were just, just fucking. fucking. <laughs> All those rich bitches were fucking and the oh. thing went down. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. So is other that than where the term sperm whale comes from? <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Stay for the jokes, folks. Uh, so uh, you guys, in addition to being uh, in the food services business, mm-hmm. do you consider yourselves foodies? Do you like I, to cook? Do you like to experiment? Yes. Uh, well, what's your tummy Munoz is quite the baker. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> at one point in my life I used to run a fairly popular food block called the Gay Gourmet, oh, yes. which took off for a hot second. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember so, the Gay Gourmet. Yeah, she was popular for two minutes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I did a lot of cooking, and via that I fell into teaching myself how to bake crazy cakes like those crazy custom cakes and all of a sudden I found myself not only catering but uh, making cakes for weddings and wow like and you gorgeous. can charge a lot for those cakes, oh right? yeah honey mm. oh yeah like how Would much you... does a wedding cake go for um it depends it depends on the style and uh, and how much embellishment and how much time the cake that killed me took me a week it was Jesus. my last cake for a friend's wedding how much oh I did, it was he only paid for the supplies okay but it, let, the, the let's labor say like, was my my gift let's say the standard five-tier white wedding cake with the figurines on top. Oh, How much could, is that? They could run up over like a grand or so. Oh, that's not even as much as I thought. No, well, you're saying standard, and who knows who's making it. Like, yeah. If you're going to like the bakery on the corner, mm-hmm. they'll probably charge you upwards of a grand. Or sometimes the wedding cake comes with the venue. It's part of your food package. Right. You know? Mm. So, so you did that for how long did you make the cakes? Oh, my God, for like two years. And then you just said, I'm know. done. I can't. Yeah, make I can't do cakes. it. It was. Uh, it took all the joy out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like once it became work. I love to cook and bake. I, I mean, I do a little bit, little bit of it every day because I cook for myself. But it is exhausting. Like when I make a, like when I make my vegan paella, which is wow. one of my favorite things. When I'm done with it, it feels like I've run a marathon. Mm-hmm. So what does that consist of? Like rice and air? Uh, uh, <laughs> how dare you? I, <laughs> I have discovered soy curls. Soy what curls. The fuck? They're soy made curls. by a company called Butler. You can buy them on Amazon. Did you but load? But yes, they're made by Buttload. Mm, <laughs> Butler. <it's a> vegan. <laughs> Butler soy curls. It's a little muffled. They're hundred percent soybeans. Oh. They're freeze dried. And you get them, they come, they, they look look just like golden nuggets. They come in a bag. You soak them for ten minutes and then you do with them whatever you would do with chicken. They're Anything actually delicious. you would do with chicken, huh. you'd, and, yeah. and they're chewy. They have that consistency. They don't have any flavor to them, so you add lots of flavor. Mm-hmm. I like to really brown them and mm-hmm. get them like really chickeny. Mm. So for the paella, I just use a regular paella recipe, but I substitute a, a, a chicken paella recipe. Mm-hmm. But I substitute the soy curls for the chicken, and then I instead of using um, chorizo, I use vegan sausage. But everything else is the same. It's the arborio rice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, the the onions and peppers and tomatoes mm. and wine. Yeah. What am I forgetting? Vegetable stock instead of chicken stock, obviously. But you just cook it and cook it and cook it and cook it until it becomes super thick and delicious. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a vegan recipe. I think maybe I could stand behind. How I do ju- you feel about fake meat? Like seitan? Have you, and- have you had the Beyond meat? Yes. I, I, I love the Beyond Burger at Bear Burger. I right. actually like it more than the Impossible Burger. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Mm. Yes. One of them bleeds, doesn't the it? The Impossible. Yeah. The Impossible Burger. Oh, yeah. that's what's impossible about it? Everyone, yeah, well, because everyone's like, oh, the Impossible Burger really tastes like meat, but I feel the opposite. I feel like the Beyond Burger tastes more like meat, mm. um, and it's also gluten-free. Not that I give a shit, really, but... Oh, you're I, not gluten-free No, I, I eat so much gluten <laughs> oh, that, like, when <laughs> I can avoid it... Like, that's the thing with seitan. Seitan is fine, but I'm just eating more gluten, uh, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I don't need more bread in my life. Right. I need less. <laughs> um, so I like soy curls. I use them for almost huh. everything. Here's the thing. As a non-vegan, someone that loves meat, 
I don't really care. Oh, I don't really care <laughs> if it's if it's meat, not meat. As long as it tastes good. If you can prepare a dish, and Adam does a, a very good job at at making vegan dishes, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm gonna eat it. I don't right. really, I mean, like, it doesn't, there are those people who are so, like, anti-vegan and they don't, won't eat it if it's vegan, but it doesn't, it, that's stupid. If it's it stupid, tastes good, eat it. Yeah. I feel the same way as Ryan. My first vegan meal was when Adam Kylie cooked for us for Easter and he made fajitas. And oh, yeah, so I made soy curl fajitas uh. for him and Katie. Uh, they were so good. It tastes like meat, but it wasn't. Like, mm. You thought you were eating chicken. Yeah, I was like, this tastes like chicken, but it's not chicken. But I know it's a lot, I but it's delicious. Say, if Thank it, you. If it's supposed to be something and it, doesn't taste like that thing. I it makes me angry. That that's when I'm a I little bit like turned off. I feel like somebody's p- playing a prank on me or something. I went to a vegan wedding without knowing. Like I went to the <laughs> wedding accident. afterwards. They're like passing. I thought it was foie gras. I was like, mm, this is not foie gras, and it was like almonds pasty something. And then they're like, oh yeah, it's a vegan wedding. I was like, what? Nobody told me this. I just spent a thousand dollars to get here, and it's vegan. <laughs> I need some steak. But, but but was it good? It was. It was. It was. It was good. <laughs> but it's like if if you can eat something and not know that it's vegan, then the job right. has been done well. Right. But if you if you're eating like vegan mac and cheese and it tastes like paper, yeah, not that so cashew great. cheese and uh, I agree with you. I think she. I think the one problem we have as vegans is making a convincing cheese. I think vegan cheeses are pretty terrible. Yeah. For the most part. However, Trader Joe's makes a vegan mozzarella that when you cook with it, like when you make pizza, it's pretty damn oh. close to the real thing. Okay. Not but as I'll good. I'll try that because I'm close. really into the cauliflower crust pizza right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a sample packet of some vegan Parmesan that I found yesterday in my apartment that I wanted to throw in my eggs. And I'm Ooh. glad I did not. It's not good. <laughs> oh, no. At fr- it smells like Parmesan, but then there was this like back taste of... God knows why. Beard shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, beard <laughs> shit. Yes. Beard feces. <laughs> yeah. You know, anytime they tell you to use... <laughs> Thank you, JB. Anytime they tell you to use cashews in a vegan cheese recipe, don't do it because it's just going to taste like nuts. Right. It's going to taste yeah. like, like peanut butter cheese. Right. I think the closest thing is if you take like a uh, silken tofu mm. and you add lots of stuff to it, lemon juice, nutritional yeast, vinegar, then you can come up with a tangy, creamy sauce oh, like for yeah. Alfredo. Yeah. Or um, I make a ricotta, like a fake ricotta uh, to do Out of the tofu. Of, I've done that before. Oh. Yeah. That wasn't half bad. What are your signature dishes? Uh, you're a baker. What do you like to cook, mm. Marie? Well, personally, I make a, a barbecue chicken pizza. Mm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm oh, really, really into that, pizza. I, yeah. I am too. I love I pizza. I did pizza. not expect that answer what from you. What would you say? Oh, ribs? N- oh, well, I'm Marie, from Nashville, so I make a lot of... Hey, baby. Marie <laughs> makes <laughs> hey, girl, hey. some yes. killer ribs. Marie yeah. makes some killer ribs. But Marie has also perfected the avocado oh, toast. Oh, I do make a hell She of a makes a mean avocado toast. The avocado is, toast seems to be having a moment. It, well, the there moments. was this basic bitch that just paid $22 for avocado toast. Did you hear about this girl no. on Twitter? Yeah. She tweeted about <laughs> it, and a picture of her avocado toast, and she had paid $22 to seamless it. And when it arrived, it was just like, I mean, it was toast with like a chunk of avocado. <laughs> and she tweeted it and was like, ah, $22 on avocado toast. And then Twitter was like, this is what's wrong with Democrats. Like, and they made it this <laughs> oh like huge. What? But yeah, yeah it was clearly, like libtard, yeah. you idiot. Like, she's a brunch noob because there are just certain things <laughs> that you don't seamless. And avocado right. toast is one of them. I mean, come on. Genius. Yes. Was yeah. she That's bragging it. that it was good or was no, she saying like, I can't came, believe I paid $22 for this shit? Yeah, because yeah. it came fucked up. Yeah. It came like a mess. How it was is that a liberal or conservative thing? Well, exactly. I, I don't mean, know. That's and why she Twitter was, is. She allegedly was supporting, <laughs> what, slave trade or something, yeah, too. I mean, the Twitterverse really went nuts. Oh, my yeah. God. It was fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, my secret is if you make avocado toast, put a little yogurt. Well, well, maybe. how do you make it? First of all, I don't even know what it is. I just keep seeing it everywhere. Oh, well, it's pretty uh, self-explanatory. Yeah, <laughs> avocado on toast. Yeah. But my little secret is I put a little Greek yogurt in with the avocado, Ooh. and then whip that around with a lot of salt and pepper, and then spread the avocado on, and then poach an egg perfectly. Yes, an egg is an extra. Like that's mm-hmm. what you really need to make yeah. it. I do miss a good poached egg. And oh. it used to be one of my favorite things. I know everything I just said isn't vegan. Yeah. But I could, 
I mean, you certainly, I could make avocado on toast, and then I would yeah. probably add some veganaise to it, make Ooh. it creamy. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, that uh, maybe good. like a fresh slice of tomato, really red ripe Ooh. tomato. Yeah. That uh-huh. would work. If you do it with um, like a challah bread toast, oh. it's like really decadent. Oh, yeah. so that chewy. delicious. Well, the yeah. big secret is, and, and Munoz actually told me this, is Trader Joe's everything bagel seasoning. Go buy oh, it. That shit will change your life. Put it, and put it on bagels. everything. Because yeah. wow. people buy it by like the twos and threes. It's so good. That it's sounds delicious. So good. Yeah. And I'm trying to vegan. think of what I would use that for. Just I put mean, it on toast. And then all of a sudden you're, you're listen, at this point I throw it on a dick. It's <laughs> that good. Oh god. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing uh, this dick covered in like, specks like a like an everything yeah, dick. Poppy yeah. seeds and like I'd be like, not today, Satan. I <laughs> <laughs> showed up at my door. I think that may be Ryan's ultimate fantasy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm considering making a trip to Trader Joe's after this uh, <laughs> so I, segment. Well, Just roll a dick something... in the everything bagel seasoning. I feel like you'd need to paint the dick in like olive oil or something first to make the everything seasoning. Look, you just spray it with a little pan. <laughs> <laughs> Which also keep the calories can down, also be used as lube. Yes. Wow. Oh my <laughs> this is. Uh, Do you use olive movement. oil as lube? No, you don't. No, no that no. burn. You don't. I don't use any. Someone's had an experience. Uh, coconut oil is coconut the new oil. way. Um, oh, yes, I've heard as lube. Coconut any, oil. Any type of oil is never good to use often because of friction causes burning, and it's not good. That's why water-based lubricants are usually good to go, but. I agree, I but yeah. you know, in the '70s, gay men apparently used Crisco yeah. for fucking and and fisting. And Crisco is, I have to say, very very slimy. I could see how Ugh. that would be appealing because yeah. it never dries. My insides just fell out. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. Oh, I wouldn't put Crisco. On, I wouldn't put on any her down there. <laughs> on her. What's her name? Well, uh, well, it used to be Elvira. Elvira. My ex-boyfriend was Elvis. And he'd be like, you want to do a hound dog tonight? I'm like, oh, God. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I know. It's I don't know. Glad he's out of the picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> Tiny little penis. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was a del- that was a delayed shade bell. <laughs> do you have a fella now, Marie? I have a pen pal. Aww. He sexes me all day long. That's sweet. Are you sure you're not it. being catfish? We just did a story about oh, a, shit. a Republican no, no, legislator. He is, a, he is a real person. Yes, I have. But you seen. haven't fucked? No, we have. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, Where does he live? Atlanta. That sucks. Mm. I hate when a good fuck is so far away. I know. Luckily, I tour a lot, so I'll, I see him occasionally. With the now, reformed so. whores. Mm-hmm. Munoz, do you have a fella? Um, a few here oh. and there. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah. He you just know. went to P Town. Oh, I uh, thought you were going to say you were going to put me on blast and be like, he oh. was just in Bensonhurst the other night. Oh. <laughs> Bensonhurst. <laughs> yeah, I traveled to Bensonhurst for a man that's oh, six seven. That's right. Oh, six wow. seven. Yeah. And oh. you're like five seven, right? I'm like five six. How is that? It's like a Chihuahua fucking a Great Dane. <laughs> oh, you fucked him. Or no. Well, or vice versa. You don't even have to get on your knees. Uh, r- no, nope. for nothing. Oh my god. Delicious. Well, this dovetails perfectly with uh, everyone's favorite segment. It's called Ask Me No Questions. Ask me no questions. Ask me no questions. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Recorded by me. Uh, one food that you will never put in your mouth, Munoz. Oh, um, duck's web. Duck, <laughs> duck's web? Yeah. Have you ever had duck's what? web? No. Like a like the webbing between a duck's yeah, feet. Yeah, it's a it's a Chinese delicacy, and I've tried it once and never again. That's mm. vile. Yeah. I used to like the, like Peking duck, but I hope that I've never eaten no. the web. Like the bones are still in there. And oh, soft, I'm gonna throw up. Right, and like you put this like hot vinegar mustard. Even you but, wouldn't eat that. Well, right. I, I was just thinking like if I didn't know what it was, I'd probably be like, mm, "This is delicious." But the minute <laughs> I find out what it is, I'm like, like Marie, "I'll eat anything." But Marie, what's the one food you never put in your mouth? I don't like Ethiopian food. Oh, interesting. I wrote that, yeah. that bread. I that don't, I don't bread. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. When it yeah. gets really wet, I don't like wet bread. I don't like to put wet bread in my mouth. Yeah. We just I, ordered Ethiopian at work for like a, a, a staff meeting. Uh-huh. And I kind of agree with you. I liked the filling. I liked kind of the spicy yeah. vegetable saucy filling, whatever it was. But the, that bread, that spongy bread like kind it. of freaks me Some out. Some people love it. I'm really in the mood for caribou. You gotta love caribou Um, Name a food ingredient That tastes like part of the human body Marie Ooh, coconut water Tastes like Tastes like semen Really? Always You don't think that? I can see that If semen tasted like coconut water I'd need it in bottles 
Yeah. Well, it's packaged <laughs> it all over. <laughs> I think of co- I think of semen as being kind of salty, and yeah. coconut water is not salty. Oh my god! No, but there's that it, the coconut flavor. I don't know. I know what you're that talking about. In the back of your throat, that I'm like, oh, this. Is, I think you're a lucky like girl cum. if your guys come taste like oh, man. coconut yeah. water. <laughs> What'd you say, JB? <laughs> I said she's super lucky if the semen tastes like coconut. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There's some salty men out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> yeah, have some fruit. Munoz, what's a what's a food that tastes like part of the human body? Part of the human body. This mm. is a hard question. I um <laughs> I don't know. All all that comes to mind is, are like red onions and BO. Yeah, I was oh. th- I was thinking when I wrote the question, cumin is basically cumin. like an armpit. Like a, know? like a dirty, funky <laughs> armpit. I like the way that smells. Well, I do too. I mean, I like cumin, and I also can like a, an armpit if it's the right guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You oh, know. yeah. But uh, that's like why I like to have guys rub their armpits on my tacos. It's delicious. Oh. <laughs> Marie, do you get? Do you let guys rub your, their armpit on your taco? <laughs> All <laughs> the time, Munoz. It just seemed it seemed appropriate. We have to come up with a, n- a name for that sexual position. Yeah, I, I know, think about how that would armpit to pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Munoz, Munoz is acting it out now. Um, pit to pee. Pit to pee. Who's been the worst guest ever on your podcast? <laughs> Me. <laughs> the host. Not possible. <laughs> We've had some really, really great guests. Mm-hmm. Mm. We've it's, had some stinkers. Yeah. Really? Do you call them out? I never have publicly, but we've had people who I was so excited for and I thought they were going to be amazing. And then, you know how sometimes people just phone it in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just, they're just like, yeah. Hi. especially if they're really well known mm-hmm. and they're like, they don't give a shit that they're doing your podcast. And sometimes right. we've had people right. literally phone it in who were supposed to be in the studio. Well, that's oh, the other thing. When shit. it's supposed to be live and then no. they, they're like, oh, I can't make it. Can we do a phoner? And I'm like, I barely wanted you on the show to begin with. <laughs> wow. And now Let we're going to be talking. Calling in. Yeah. Wow. But you've no. been lucky with your guests. Yeah, we've been really lucky. The Marty Gold Cummings episode is one of my favorites. We've had her on too. Oh. He and she is uh, as turned into the, an incredible, incredible human being. Yes. Um, mm. And his platform and what he's doing right now is really, really incredible. Although Marty was another one who I was, became I didn't an accidental say it. phoner. I didn't oh, want to no. say it. I didn't want to say it. Here. But <laughs> that was it's like joining us from across the city. Is <laughs> Who's been the best guest? I guess you would say Marty. Uh, Marty or Rebecca Vigil. Yeah, one of my good friends. Um, she's also a musical comedian. She's in the new movie on Netflix, The Night Of. And she came and we talked about um, craft services on set. She's mm. in the new uh, Chris, Chris Rock movie. What did so she, she play was, in the night of? I love that. She was one of the bridesmaids. She was yeah. like this randy. Yeah, really the, the, the raunchy bridesmaid with like the red hair. She was always in the background like yelling and yeah. screaming. Yeah, Maybe I'm thinking really of the wrong thing. I'm thinking of the one where the guy, they think that the Indian guy killed someone. Oh, yeah. The no. Middle Eastern no. guy. <laughs> No. What's that called? The week of? The week. The yeah, maybe that the is. The, I, I don't know. The, I know what you're talking the about. What, the, what are the you guys of. talking about? I thought it was about. an. The, was ni- that the night of. The you're night thinking of. the night of on HBO. Yeah. What's this yours is called? The week of, on Netflix. Oh. Chris Rock and Adam Sandler. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know what you're talking but about. But I love that HBO series. Oh my god. Yeah, that was amazing. With that rapper. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but I watched all of them. Because he's so sexy. None of us are thinking of his name. Um, have either of you ever used a food product to masturbate? And if so, which food product and how? <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time on Marie. these questions. Mm. Well. And did you share it? <laughs> we shared that cucumber. Uh, no. Um, I guess per- by myself, I haven't used a food product to masturbate. I have enjoyed a popsicle or two with a lover. A <gasps> popsicle? Ooh. In your puss? No, but like around and stuff. Wow. It's fun to like draw it out. It's kind like of like pain and, and pleasure like, at the same time, yeah. right? Because oh, I yeah. feel like I'd get an yeah. ice headache. But draw it on your body and then have them trace it with their tongue. It has to be cherry so they can really see it. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's fun. Or I did just listen to Dak Shepard's podcast and he has the most hysterical story about fucking jello. Oh, oh wow. that would probably it, feel good. Yeah. yeah. Not From vegan, like, though. When he was a teenager. Oh, yeah. You should vegan jello to, vegan to je- fuck. Munoz, have you ever used a food product? <laughs> to masturbate? No, but I did eat chocolate-covered strawberries out of a boy's butt once. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> On that note, <laughs> amazing. how do we uh, listen to the In Your Mouth podcast? 
Well, you could find us on iTunes, mm-hmm. Stitcher, and Google Play. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also go to in-yo-mouth.com. Mm-hmm. That's our website, so check that out. And mm-hmm. then and we're on all the socials. Yep. And uh, how do we follow you personally on social media? Um, so I'm at the Kitchen Gaily on Twitter and the Instagrams, Friendster and MySpace. Mm-hmm. If you go to my website, MarisaSteelAnderson.com, you'll have all my socials, and then you can follow my band, which is Reformed Tours, and then my personal social on Instagram is at Marie Marica. Fabulous. Thank, I love America. Thank you, Munoz and Marie. Ryan and I will be back. Ne- well, we'll be back next Saturday for a new episode at 11 a.m. Eastern. Our guest will be comedian Frank Liotti. Please remember to email me at uh, Adam at AdamSank.com or Ryan at AdamSank.com. Have a great week, bitches. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.